1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode here of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Hyve and and Four. Appreciate you checking another episode out of the Man Cave Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms. It is Friday, which means good buddy Brandon Berg is uh, back on the podcast for another edition of Top Five. And Top Five, we are looking for your uh, nominations, your picks, your suggestions on what uh, you should, you think we should come up with for, for we're doing top five lists we've done what top five uh 90s tv show theme songs uh top five tgif father figures of all time so we're looking for some more suggestions and, and picks and while it's it's super bowl week here so well i guess again now because it's friday but uh we are doing our top five super bowls of all time that we have watched, not you know we weren't around in the 70s or the 60s, so we can't pick those. But uh, ones that we watched, and I am doing, I'm doing another caveat to this whole thing here too. I'm not picking the Packer ones, just to make it fair for Brandon. And I wasn't, and I wasn't live
0: for any of the Vikings losses. Not that they would probably be in there anyway. So.
1: Yep. So uh, we are going with the top five that we have watched on TV, which. There's one on here that I'll be – I think, it, you know, I've, I've gone back and forth with this as, like, being a five or a six, but I think I'm going to keep it at five here. But I'll, I'll start it off with you. But I'll be curious to kind of get your response if we have this one here too. But. I
0: have two honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Go so, for the
1: honorable mentions first. Um,
0: uh, one of the honorable mentions is last year's Super Bowl. Super okay. Bowl 56, Rams 23-20 over Cincinnati. So that, was, I mean, that was a good game. You had two teams that, you know mm-hmm. – uncommon teams there it was a really good game i don't know maybe it's just recency bias but i just really liked it
1: yeah that's a good one yeah it's got to be good throughout and that was a good one throughout the whole thing uh what was your other honorable mention um this one's honorable for a very interesting reason super bowl 30
0: dallas over pittsburgh 27 17
1: Mm -hmm.
0: why is that um
1: this was Larry an, Brown intercepted. That, I mean,
0: Larry Brown made himself a lot of money that night, but um, that
1: was the when the Raiders like signed every Super Bowl MVP. Yes, Desmond Howard.
0: Yeah. Um, but this was near the end of the NFC run of just winning every year, which eventually some team blew. Uh, someone
1: lost it, but you know I was being nice. I know,
0: I know, and I. But this was one where. I have a vivid memory of the Friday before that Super Bowl getting ready to get off the bus and talking with a friend of mine about the Super Bowl. He they thought the Cowboys were going to win. I was convinced the Steelers were going to win this game and that because Neil O'Donnell
1: was going to do it. He was going to be the guy. Like he was going to beat the Cowboys, he was going to So would you have had that same reaction if the Colts had won 2 weeks prior with Jim Harbaugh? Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean at that point I I think I was just really pulling for the AFC to win
0: one. I mean, I think, you know, the worst example I can think of is trying to talk myself into the Chargers beating the 49ers. Wow. The Stan Humphreys Humphrey's Chargers beating the 49ers, which, spoiler alert, didn't even come close. But, I mean, so really, like, yeah, those were just, uh, I would say, honorable mentions.
1: Okay. So number five, then, for you.
0: Number five, Super Bowl Forty One, Indianapolis over Chicago, twenty nine seventeen.
1: Oh, okay. A
0: game I like for a couple of reasons. Number one, Peyton Manning finally gets you know gets a ring. I mean, mm-hmm. he would get he would get more in the, of the rain. In the rain, also Prince
1: had pretty say
0: had the had the best halftime show of recent memory, mm-hmm. and maybe extended memory, depending on your feelings with the Prince halftime show.
1: Yeah, that's true. So you're gonna go with uh, yep. With number that five
0: one. for me, Super Bowl Forty One.
1: Okay, so number five for me now, Brandon, is I'm kind of violating my own rule here, but I am going with Patriots Falcons at, at number five. And my rule is wasn't necessarily a good game throughout the whole time; it was more of a good comeback at the end and a, a, a great collapse. It was a memory. It was memorable. Like right. I vividly
0: remember watching especially the end of that game be like oh my gosh like this is happening
1: yeah so that's like i guess it's if we're doing most memorable Super Bowls that we remember watching i have to put that one on the list was it necessarily a great game from beginning to finish no it wasn't but it was a great comeback and it was a great collapse so that's why i got a five i think you're you i don't want to speak i wouldn't be surprised if people have it higher or on their list but that to me is like the other caveat to this whole thing. To for me is that what I try to do is find great competitive games from beginning to finish, mm-hmm. and while this one was extremely memorable, it was awful the first, you know, first half and such. So that's 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 mine. Uh, Super Bowl was that fifty-one.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: 51. Uh, number four for me, Super Bowl fifty-one. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah.
0: So for a lot of those reasons <laughs> you just mentioned, but the one other thing, the one thing that still irks me, James White should have been the MVP.
1: Yeah, how was he not the MVP?
0: You know, look back at his numbers; like he had three touchdowns, like he caught like eleven or twelve passes. He ran for you know some yards. Like he he should have been.
1: Like mm-hmm. I, I I totally agree. He, yeah. he I thought sure. that at the time, and I think that he's even stronger now. Uh, I am gonna go number four for me is the uh, the I'm gonna go with uh, Patriots and Rams, the start of the dynasty with uh, that was two thousand and two.
0: It yes. been the one season, but yes. 2002. There. Super
1: Bowl 36. 36, thank you. Um, I mean, it, you had the, you know, it was like a David versus Goliath situation, right? It was the greatest show on turf with the Rams, even though it was Mike Martz, the Mike Martz era. Uh, and then you had these Patriots by some dude named Tom Brady. Uh, I'm going to go with that. I remember watching that one, um, and I remember watching the kick, and like, oh, wow, they actually, you know, they upset the. So I think a lot of people thought maybe the the Rams were going to win a couple more after. You know, yeah, that was that thing. was the looks of a dynasty with just that offense and. Mm-hmm. So I I picked that one over, even though this one was a great one too, but uh, Patriots in Carolina I didn't have my top five, but I went with the first one with yeah. the advantage. Well, because the Patriots had like those three in that close period of time that were all field goal
0: games. Right. Same with the when they played the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number three for me. Or four. Or no, it would be number three for me. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going first. So yep. number three for me, Super Bowl thirty-six, New England. New- Are you kidding Rams. me? <laughs> <laughs> for the reasons you just mentioned, also fun fact: the Rams were fourteen point favorite in that game. Yeah. So, and I, you know, it's it's weird to think about the Belichick and the Brady Patriots as being an underdog, mm-hmm. but they were at that point. Yeah. Like
1: we didn't know what they were going.
0: to No, be. no, that again, that was that team that like. What are these guys doing here? And like you, you like at that time, you probably couldn't name ten people on the team.
1: I was just gonna ask you how many people besides Brady and Vinatieri can people name on that team? Probably not a lot. I remember Jermaine Wiggins because he went and played for the Vikings, and he yeah. But yeah. um, otherwise, yeah, there's not going
0: to be many. Antoine Smith was a running back.
1: I think so. with Teddy Bruschi.
0: Teddy Bruschi, like Willie yeah. McGinnis, you know that old guard of yep. Patriot. Like, but yeah, you're not gonna remember many.
1: No, no. All right, so my number three was a game that I. Did not expect a lot from. I thought it was going to be an awful game, but there's a couple highlights in this one. It is Pittsburgh and Arizona. My uh, number three. Watching that one in college, that was, was that 43? Uh, 40, uh, 43. Yeah, 43. 94. Yep, 43. Um, you know, started off with the Porter pick right before halftime. The iconic Larry Fitzgerald looking in the billboard to see who's chasing him, and then ends with the San Antonio Holmes catch. Car I thought Pittsburgh was going to sweep the floor with the Cardinals because the Cardinals went in, or they nine and seven that you Remember that playoffs? It was like Cardinals, Eagles in the conference championship, but the Eagles were like the fourth seed and they hosted it. Yeah, yeah, and they hosted it. So I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but it ended up being a, a fantastic game. So that's that's my number three.
0: I I cannot go three in a row of following you <laughs> up with the same one, but uh, for me number two Super Bowl forty seven Baltimore San Francisco. Ooh, when the lights went out, the Harbowl. No. Lights go out at the Superdome. You know, two teams that aren't used to be in there, like a, a great game. I mean, I remember watching that game. I was playing for San Francisco because I wanted Randy Moss to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he was. That was at, you know at the tail end of his career there, but just a good game. You know, fun game throughout. Like, yeah, it was just competitive. You have the uniqueness of the the whole lights out thing. Like, I, just a you know. I remember watching with friends and having a fun time and all that good
1: stuff. So yeah. Uh my next one here. So this would be mine. That was your number two. This is my number two. See, I'm losing track already. I'm going with the Patriots and Seattle. The Malcolm Butler interception right at the goal line there. That could be easily number one for me, but when I get to my number one, I'll I'll kind of explain why there a little bit. But, I mean, you talk about a competitive game that was throughout, and then a play like that at the end, you can say, well, Seattle screwed it up. They did, but you still got to make that play if you're Malcolm Butler and the Patriots. So uh, I'm going with that one as my number two. And number one, um, for me, this is one
0: that I I don't think that people talk enough about just, you know, this game for, you know, the, the many good things that happened in it. You mentioned it earlier, it's Pittsburgh, Arizona. Mm. I love that game. Yeah. Like when you, for all the things you mentioned, you know, the Arizona making a rally because they were down. Yeah. Like, so maybe from start to finish, it wasn't quite, you know, like a one score game the whole way, but that comeback, like, you know, Arizona makes the, the big play near the end. and. Obviously Pittsburgh makes a comeback. Also something um you know something I think very cool about this game to consider is John Mann's last game.
1: Oh yeah. Yep. That's right. What a way to go out. No kidding, right? Was his last one on Fox was one of those Patrick was it the was it the Rams one or was it the Panthers? I think it was the Panthers one. Could be, yeah. I think it was a Panthers one on there, but all right, so that's your number one. That's my number one. My number one was a great game, but kinda like you, I think people forgot about it. And it's a little bit more i picked as my number one because it's my first one that i remember watching it where it was like holy cow super bowl 34 rams titans tackled at the one yard line uh mike j mike jones tackling kevin dyson Mm -hmm. like a yard two yards short right there i remember watching that start to finish and like one yard short just one yard short I think I, that that to me has always stuck with me as my favorite, or at least my most memorable Super Bowl. Because literally, we talk about how football is like a game in inches, how a yard can make, and the guy was a yard short from getting in that end zone.
0: Think of how much different Jeff Fisher would be looked at. Yeah. Also, think of how much different the, those Rams would be looked at.
1: Yeah. Because that's the one they won. Mm-hmm. If, imagine if they didn't win that one, and then they didn't win one. You know, it, it's poetic, but like you said, think about how one yard would have made the difference between two franchises or two two uh people's histories. You know, yeah. like you mentioned, Jeff Fisher. Everyone is he thinks, looked upon better. Yeah. yeah. Instead of seven Probably, and nine. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Everyone everyone thinks of Jeff Fisher thinking of, oh seven and nine, LOL. But yeah. you know, hey, if he wins the
1: Super Bowl. It's different. And and maybe it changed I mean the Titans had some more good years after that too, but they just never got there again. Titans were always a team too that I just I remember watching them in the nineties and that I like I was always kind of like a like if I had to pick a second favorite team or a third favorite Titans were always kind of they're, there even, for me. they're a team before. Yeah, like Steve McNair, A George, George, Javon, Javon Kirsten Kirsten, the freak, freak. Yeah. 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 You know, and then you know, Mason was there, Derek Mason, uh, for a little bit. So it was always like one of those teams that you're just like, Oh I could get on the, the Tennessee bandwagon, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit there. But that one's always been that's always stuck to me for, for that, that one. That is a good one. That yeah. is a good one. I hindsight, I you know Think I should have put it
0: somewhere in my. Head. I mean, I wouldn't like I said. I the ones I really like, I really like, and that not change. But mm-hmm. no, that's a that's a very good one. Obviously iconic for a number of reasons.
1: You know the we didn't pick either one of these, but uh, none of the Giants or Patriots.
0: No, and I remember like, I don't know, like cause I remember watching. I remember pulling for the Giants, but like, and obviously those were significant. Those were very noteworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know, obviously especially the the sixteen and one. Right. But.
1: The helmet catch.
0: The helmet catch. I mean, yeah, there was no shortage there, but I don't know, like, because I think at that point a lot of people were cheering against the Patriots, but I don't know if I was like super into the Giants either.
1: Right. I mean, they were great games, both of them were, and surprising outcomes for both of them. Yeah. Um,
0: and I, I mean, I can understand why maybe Packers fans would not be super in, into cheering for the Giants in those scenarios. Yeah, I went in that so, game
1: saying I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I,
0: because I, I, I remember like the second one when they played, like, watching it, my friends were it's like weren't even really that excited for it was like yeah okay
1: mm-hmm. yeah but they so, ended up
0: being great games
1: that, absolutely i mean i think you know ever since i can remember watching my very first what, what was the super bowl you remember watching mostly when you were a kid growing up the my first super bowl memory is and i don't remember which one it was
0: but it was either bills washington or bills giants Ooh, okay, so you're before me, actually. Because I, I remember vaguely, like, watching it, but then I also remember that I had to go to bed before the game was done. So, like, I remember just, like, being in bed, like, upset because I couldn't watch, you know, because I wanted to watch the rest of the game, and, but I had to go to bed because I had school in the morning and yada, yada, yada. But I vaguely, but I don't remember which one it was. I just remember, like, the seeing the Bills, which, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those two.
1: My first one is the that I can remember like watching mostly like the whole game was the Stan Humphreys forty nineers and chargers one.
0: Which man I was you, could, you could have went to bed after the first quarter of that
1: one. Yeah, I was in third grade that one, I remember. That one. And then clearly obviously, you know, Cowboys and, and Steelers and then it was Packers and New England after that too. Mm-hmm. So which, you know, you want to talk about close games in that too. I think a lot of people kinda of forget how close that Packers and Patriots Super Bowl thirty one game was kinda of getting there. Until Desmond no, Howard had broke it yeah, over there, and it's just like, oh boy, you kind of forget about stuff like that, and then Reggie White closed the deal. Yep.
0: Yeah. Question for you though.
1: Yeah.
0: We talked about our favorites. What's your least favorite? Just
1: one.
0: Uh. And we we'll say it doesn't involve Packers.
1: So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So because uh, you know it'd be like oh Super Bowl Thirty Two when Packers lost. Yeah. It was Denver, Seattle, that blowout with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. It was just it was it was an awful, awful, awful. Not entertaining. It was boring. You know. It was. I, I did not like that one. Yeah, that fair. one. How about you? Uh, mine's for a different reason. It's Colts uh, Saints. Oh, uh, yeah. And then,
0: cool. then and then and to be fair, that's also maybe not a little bit fair because obviously as Vikings fans, I was you know yep. the emotions were still a little bit raw two weeks after that game. But that was one I think I've told the story before where I watched it with a friend of mine in a bar mm-hmm. and proceeded to drink an awful lot, especially once it became obvious that the Saints were going
1: to win. Right. Best player to not win a Super Bowl. I know we kind of talked about it a little bit on the radio, and we threw out Joe Thomas, Barry Sanders, Dan Marino. You got Jim Kelly. You want to talk about people whose careers probably would look yeah, Jim, yeah, Jim Kelly. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's it's all about how you look at it because you
0: look at it, someone like Kelly that was closer. You look at I, I'm just going to say Barry Sanders because I think you can make it out of all those players, you can make the best case that that person is the best player at their position all time. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they never won. You know, versus, you know, I mean, Marino and Kelly, great quarterbacks, Hall of Famers, all that. But, I mean, I would never put them above some of those other ones. I think you can make a case even without a championship for Barry Sanders over, like, an Emmitt Smith. It's yeah. really it's really hard to make a case for Marino or Kelly, even though Marino, I feel like, in more recent years, has gotten more under, like, is underrated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when you look at how he, you know, he changed the game as a
1: passer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think... And it's always difficult too because I I get stuck into it, but I feel like sometimes we penalize individual players for not having a Super Bowl when it's really the team. Yes, you know, if it, we, yeah, if, it's
0: not like it was Barry Sanders' fault,
1: right? You know, we can't or Joe say, Thomas' fault. Yeah, we can't say football is the ultimate team game and then penalize a player if they don't have a championship. Correct. Like I honestly feel if Dan Marino had one Super Bowl, people would view him top five of all time quarterback. I agree. Um, and that's why you always hear, well, he needs one more. We heard about Peyton, right? We heard about Aaron Rodgers. You know, we, yeah. they need one more. And it's like, we can't, and that's where I always kind of get a little bit, I go back and forth on this, is quarterback wins a stat. And I get they're the most important, they're the crucial player. That's It's like pitch, almost like starting pitchers. Yeah. You know, with the wins too. But now it's, I think people are kind of like looking at the quality starts. Because. You know, we've seen how many yeah, times. A you can be a pitcher, hits.
0: and you can you can go eight innings and give up one run, but if your offense is giving you any runs, you're still on the hook
1: for the loss. Right. Exactly. So it's hard not. I mean, Barry Sanders, I think, is probably one of top five the most electric athletes I've seen. Yes. Yeah. I've witnessed in person. You talk about just straight up skill and talent and all that. Whew, yikes! That dude was amazing. And again, it's a. I I really think he would be the career rushing record if he played
0: a couple more years. I, I agree. And, you know, the thing about Dan Marino, too, is Dan Marino had a chance to play for the Vikings in 2000. That's right. Denny Green won him. And that was the year that, because they drafted Dante Culpepper the year before, he sat as a rookie. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to bring him in for 2000 after, because the Dolphins just got smoked by the Jaguars. And that was his yeah. last game. And he said, nope, I'm done. I, you know, I don't yeah. I don't want to do it. I mean, and that's, you know, if that happens 20 years later, who knows?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, you got to give him credit for sticking to his guns. hmm Yep. And, and who knows? I mean, because the, there was, I
1: think, a little rumor too, like could he play for Pittsburgh and go back to Pittsburgh? Back home, yeah. Because
0: yeah. remember, I mean, that Vikings team made the NFC title game, but got beat forty-one nothing. And that Vikings team was not nearly as good as the team from a few years prior. Mm-hmm. But you get to that point, you know, who knows if a thing or two goes different, whatever. But you know, kudos to Dan Marino for sticking to his guns in that spot.
1: Right. Uh, I totally agree. So, uh, okay, just to recap it, you're going with the Eagles for your Super Bowl. Win. I am. I am going to go with the Chiefs but I'm not confident in that pick whatsoever. Last question for you in terms of legacy cuz we always got to throw this out of there. Of course. Who benefits more from a Super Bowl win? I'll just leave it open ended there. Could it be Jalen Hurts. Well, it it, be, be then, Reynolds, then it would be then it would be who Reed. benefits most. Yeah. Not
0: more cuz more is better two, two P things but okay. Um <laughs> I will I'll be pretty simple on this, and I will say Mahomes, just simply because to get two at that young of an age with another with another loss in there like that that puts him in a, I think a really good spot for the rest of his career. To mm-hmm. where even if say they won Sunday and they didn't win again the rest of his career, but he was really good, you could say well he got multiple and he got them in his prime, and they got he got them because of him. You know, mm-hmm. for what for whatever all of those arguments are worth. I, I think that's what I would say.
1: I would. I mean, that's, a, that's a, that's yeah. And, and then, you know, I know he's already getting asked about trying to catch Brady and all that, which whatever. I would agree with that. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go Andy Reid. If he wins another one, he's got to be in the conversation as a top ten coach all the time. When you factor in all the wins, he's already top five in because, regular
0: season. Yeah, because you, you have two Super Bowls and you have all of those title game and other appearances as well. Like, mm-hmm. It's one thing to accumulate all of that if you don't win a Super Bowl, but if you get a couple in there and then you also have that to go with it, it's really the icing on the cake. It's like
1: Marv Levy. He went yeah. to four Super Bowls but didn't win. Yeah. If he you wins know, one. If he wins one, he's probably in that conversation. Again, it's just it's it's that conversation, but you factor in he's top five wins of all time, and he has two Super Bowls. I think that secures his bust in the Hall of Fame. 100%. I think he's, he's locked in there now. He's gonna have a bust with a cheeseburger in there, and a Hawaiian. I'm just saying, you know, I know that they don't go all the way down, but they gotta have a little bit of a Hawaiian shirt at the at the collar for his first Hall of Fame bust. Yes, I'll put that in there. So, all right, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Uh, again, reminder: if you have top five lists, uh, suggestions, requests, just hit let us, us up. Let let us know. Sports, TV, food, life, life. 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 Doesn't matter. We'll get very open-ended with it. Exactly. So send those on over to us. Uh, Again, if you're not subscribing or following the podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms, go ahead and do so. Give it a positive review and rating so other people can find the podcast as well. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll recap it next week. Have a good one. We'll talk to you all later.